0: This is the Grain Farmers of Ontario special Market Trends Commentary post the USDA report on March 31st. The shed doors are open, the sun is starting to warm things up, and farmers across the greater North American Corn Belt are getting ready to plant. It is that time of year where everything is possible in our farm fields, have plans which have been honed throughout the winter become more focused and the fields become drier. In the southern hemisphere, harvest has been advancing in Brazil while our Argentinian friends... Fed the worst of times with one of the toughest droughts ever. For North American farmers, let that be a reminder that in this season of hope, farming is a risky business and the weather has so much to do with our bottom lines. On March 31st, USDA released the prospective plantings report as well as quarterly stocks numbers. As USDA reports go, the March 31st report is one of the big three of the year, along with the June report and the January final crop report. This year did not disappoint with the USDA estimating that farmers in the United States will plant 91.99 million acres of corn and 87.51 million acres of soybeans. This was more corn acres than the train expected and slightly less soybean acres. The corn acres number of almost 92 million acres was up 4%, or 3.42 million acres from last year. In fact, corn acres are up or unchanged in 40 of the 48 estimating states. horn Stocks reported on March 1, 2023, was 7.401 billion bushels, which was down 5% from the same time last year. The soybean acreage number of 87.51 million acres was up slightly from last year, and the soybean acreage estimate was based on planted acreage either being up or unchanged in 15 of the 29 estimated states. Total stocks reported on March 1, 2023 was 1.69 billion bushels, which was the lowest in six years and lower than pre-report estimates. The wheat acres for 2023 are estimated at 49.85 million acres Which is up about 9% from 2022. And the winter wheat planted area of 37.51 million acres is up thirteen percent from last year. Now, as of April 1st, corn and wheat futures were higher than the last market trends report, and soybean futures were lower. May 2023 corn futures were at 660 a bushel. The December 2023 corn futures sit at 566 a bushel. And the May 2023 soybean futures were at 1475 a bushel. The November 2023 soybean futures stood at $13.19 a bushel the May 2023 Chicago wheat futures closed at $6.92 a bushel and the Minneapolis May 23 wheat futures closed at $8.96 a bushel with a September 2023 contact closing at $8.97 a bushel the nearby oil futures as of March 31st closed at $75.67 a barrel, down from the nearby futures recorded in the last market trends report of $76.68 a barrel. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on March 31st, 2023 was 0.7389 US up versus the 0.7229 US reported here in the last market trends report. And the Bank of Canada's lending rate increased to 4.5%. Now in Ontario, winter has been stubbornly holding on, but as April dawns, we're hoping for better things. There has been some side dressing of wheat already in the deep southwestern Ontario. This will certainly increase over the next couple of weeks with improving weather. Of course, everybody knows that we have a record Ontario wheat crop in the ground emerging from winter virtually unscathed. The challenge will be to find a home for this wheat over the next year. We are looking at about a 44% increase in production versus 2022, so the challenges will be real. Keep in mind that Mother Nature will have the last say. Ontario basis levels have either remained status quo or decreased, partly reflecting the reduction in futures price values over the last couple of weeks. It's also more pronounced in soybeans and wheat than it is with corn, as the foreign exchange effect is greater. Canadian dollar is still maintaining very low levels, but futures prices have dropped off in soybeans from a month ago. That is reflected in basis, and as we move ahead, it will be a continual challenge for Ontario farmers to watch foreign exchange fluctuations as well as futures price movements. The Ontario marketplace for grains continues to change and redefine itself. This past winter, we've seen the Port Colborne Elevator sold to LIC, as well as DG Global acquiring several different elevators in the deep southwestern Ontario. Moving grain will continue to be important out of Ontario. Sending corn, for instance, to Europe has been a preferred market over the last several years. and This is set to continue. Of course, as always, it would be good to increase the amount of Ontario processing of Ontario grain right here where we farm. More of this would certainly be advantageous for market prices. And you can check out all our market prices by going to the marketing section of our website now the bottom line is it's a new day what we've been seeing over the last several weeks has been an erosion in futures prices but now as april has dawned there seems to have been a bit of a reversal the USDA quarterly stocks report proves that demand is still very strong for grain with this appearance impressive versus a year ago generally speaking the USDA data dump released on March 31st was bullish for soybeans bearish for new crop corn and relatively neutral for wheat Grain prices have rebounded, but are still not what they were a couple of months ago. The question is, what happens next, and where will our next opportunity to price grain in 2023 be? Keep in mind that simple seasonality tells us a lot, and generally speaking, corn prices top out in mid-June and soybean prices top out in early July. There is also an argument to be made that because of satellite imagery and modern techniques, that this seasonality might be even earlier. And if we assume good crops this year in North America, then we must be proactive to price grain within this seasonality window. Keep in mind that this is a fluid situation. For instance, the USDA is predicting almost 92 million acres of corn, but we know that North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, and other parts of the upper U.S. plains are inundated with snow and freezing temperatures. In those areas, it's a long way from spring, and this could shift acres out of corn. In fact, as per usual, weather conditions are king, and we must keep some room in our marketing focus for flexibility. There might even be a prevent plant acres throughout large parts of the United States. Drought continues in the U.S. southwestern plains. Grain price fundamentals are one thing and non-commercial demand is another. In other words, keep in mind that despite all the supply and demand estimates, the funds or non-commercial players within the market have a huge impact on price direction. They read the seasonality on an annual basis just as good as anybody else and they have the information available to them. It's all dialed into the algorithms. If we have a good crop, Going into late spring, they should sell this market off. On the other hand, you know the drill if this upcoming US crop gets in trouble. Simply put, non commercial demand or what the funds will do will remain key to knowing market direction. One of the best market intelligence factors to look at in this regard is the fund's position. On a weekly basis. Now for corn, corn prices are still very strong historically despite recent softening of futures values. The USDA report with their 4% rise for corn acres might be hard to be fulfilled based on the cold snow packed acres still in the U.S. northern plains. The weather will have to change quickly for corn acres to have their place there. Of course, what doesn't get planted into corn will most likely go into soybeans. It's all part of a moving target as we look ahead. And with the USDA report in the review mirror, much of the focus going forward will be on U.S. planting pace and the Brazil safrina corn crop and associated weather. China has been a big buyer of U.S. corn lately, but look to this to be supplanted by Brazil in the future. However, for the next few months, the U.S. will remain the world's number one export market for corn. The May 2023 corn futures contract is currently... 24 cents greater than the July 23 contract, which is a bullish indication of old crop corn demand. The December contract is currently priced 7.5 cents below the March 2024 contract, which is considered a bearish indication of new crop demand. Seasonally, corn prices tend to peak in early June and bottom out in early October. The new crop futures contract is currently in the 55. 55th percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now for soybeans, with the March soybean stocks being the lowest in six years and on the lower side of the pre-reported estimates, it was a welcome commentary on demand for U.S. soybeans. Prices rocketed upward on report day, and this should be telling going forward with regard to any incentive to switch over from corn to soybeans. But needless to say, Brazil has a record crop of soybeans, which are being distributed throughout the world grain pipeline. Argentina will be importing some beans from Brazil this year to take the place of beans which were lost during their devastating drought. Keep in mind that the Argentinian soybean crop is now looked at as a dismal 25 million metric tons, which is likely will lead to greater U.S. soybean meal sales. When you combine this with the increased renewable biodiesel capacity in the United States, it bodes well for soybean demand and basis levels. Of course, this is before we plant one soybean this spring, so there's lots of risk ahead. As is, May soybeans rose above the 50-day and 100-day moving averages on March 31st, which has only been considered only can be considered bullish going forward The July 2023 soybean futures contract is currently $0.54 above the August 2023 soybean futures contract, which is an indication of bullish old crop demand. And the November 2023 soybean contract is currently priced $0.02 5 above the March 2024 soybean contract, which is a bullish indication of commercial demand. Seasonally, soybean prices tend to peak in early July and bottom in early October. The new crop futures contract is currently in the 66th percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now for wheat, wheat is at very low prices despite the fact that U.S. and world wheat supplies are historically tight. In fact, you could say that the wheat market has been maddeningly to decipher, as you would think, that prices should be much higher. Now that said, it is oversold as of April 1st. Keep in mind that Russia has been selling weeded fire sale prices in the Black Sea region. The situation, as dark as it is with Russia and Ukraine, will probably continue to fester with wheat price discovery. In Ontario, the 1.3 million acres of wheat is coming out of dormancy and generally speaking, it looks good. A large amount of this crop will have to be exported as Ontario does not have the capacity to process all of this wheat. Of course, it is a long several, several months until harvest time and prices are decent even though they are far below last year's level caused by the spike from the Ukraine-Russia's war. It is improbable and likely. That price will happen that price will happen again so conveniently for Ontario farmers, however, war markets are fickle at the best of times. The Canadian dollar continuing to bounce around in the seventy two and seventy three cent u s level is providing stimulus to Ontario cash grain prices. This might be an old story over the last year, but it continues. It is always a reflection of the inverse in the U.S. dollar, but also a measurement of where Canada's fiscal numbers are. In the recent federal budget, the deficit was estimated at $40.1 billion. As we move ahead, it is unlikely that the Canadian dollar moves down into the 60-cent levels, but it is not unprecedented. A movement back into the 80-cent level has more historical significance which should make Ontario grain farmers concerned about future Ontario cash prices. Needless to say, our foreign exchange component of basis will continue to challenge our marketing acumen. Combining our Canadian basis opportunities with futures prices may come into focus within the next few months. A spring rally may be in the offing, especially off the lows we have seen recently. Over the last 15 years, about two-thirds of the time, we have seen a spring rally of $0.95 cents in corn and a cents in soybeans per bushel from the lows of late March into the seasonal high of mid-June and July. Will this happen in 2023? Well, it's always hard to know except the history tells us a spring rally is in the offing and this year maybe we should pounce on it. It's all part of our risk management equation. We still have all the geopolitical concerns ahead. A constant in the market are the problems in Russia and Ukraine, which at any time could cause volatile grain price movement. Chinese demand for agricultural commodity has been fairly strong from the U.S. over the last few weeks, and it will continue, likely continue through gaps in their Brazilian lifeline. Then there is our crop weather story going forward. You know how that works. The challenge will be for the Ontario farmers to put all of these marketing factors together. As we move ahead, there will be many marketing opportunities ahead. Daily market intelligence will remain key, and risk management never gets old. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario special post March 31st USDA Market Trends Commentary. I'm Philip Shaw.